caviar trafficking has landed in Missouri. That was the headline that grabbed my attention. The whole story read like something out of a Cold War thriller. It went like this. A bunch of Russians descending on a sleepy town in the Ozarks to steal its prized fish. They were pitted against undercover federal agents who launched a three-year-long sting to crack open an international crime ring. Word gets around fast in this tight-knit community of a little over 2,000 people. Most days out of the year, the quiet town of Warsaw is a place where it's hard to find a restaurant or a bar open past 8 o'clock. But it was also the scene of a gnarly crime. Some people that was catching these large females, taking the eggs out, shipping them to Russia, and selling it as a caviar. Now, these aren't your average-looking fish. The paddlefish, also known as the spoonbill, is a prehistoric beast that's been swimming under the murky Ozark waters long before T-Rex roamed the Earth. No one actually knows how long they can live for, but some say the big ones are pushing 100, and the females can lay thousands of eggs. But that made them a target. They would say, hey, I went to this dead-end gravel road out here, and there's 20 spoonbill laying there with their bellies slit open. With carcasses piling up in the Lake of the Ozarks, local fishermen were up in arms. And I knew that the problem had got here at that point. And uh, that changed our lives for a while. Good caviar is one of the world's rarest and most expensive delicacies. And people do extreme things to get their hands on it. Bringing their fish that they've caught for the day and filling their bathtub up, cutting them up and cleaning them, gutting them, scaling them, and bagging them. They were doing it wherever they could find a spot to do it, in their rooms. They slept in the room, slept with the smell. Paddlefish eggs, roe, are cheap. Compared to premium caviar, they taste uh, earthy. But if you can pass it off as the real thing, you can make thousands of dollars on the black market. So who exactly were these poachers? And who were they selling to? I'd heard rumors it might be the Russian mafia. What I didn't know then was that this journey would take me from Warsaw, Missouri. You've just got to be in the right place at the right time and come up on one. And it's addicting, just the, it's like a gamble, you know? To London, England, and New York by way of Tsarist Russia. Catherine the Great served these hugely extravagant banquets where people commented on the amount of caviar and jewels, actually, that were laid all over the table. It would bring me into contact with undercover federal agents. Wildlife officers is one of the most dangerous jobs in the country, and there's good reasons for that. To pull off an investigation of this magnitude and this complexity over basically a three-year time span is a pretty remarkable accomplishment. International crime ring experts 
caviar-related uh, criminal organizations can be violent. They want to protect the criminal activities that they run and also the criminal markets they benefit from. Russian celebrity chefs. Caviar is kind of being with gold. It's a taste of money. And luxury food dealers. I don't know what anyone would do with 700 pounds of roe if they weren't turning it into caviar and selling it. It seems pretty obvious that they were taking part in the black market caviar trade. I'm Helen Holliman, a journalist, and over the last six months, I've learned a whole lot about this idyllic part of America and the silent war that's broken out between locals and the Eastern Europeans who have traveled to Warsaw. It's a battle that means more to both sides than I could have ever imagined. I've witnessed some strange things in the luxury food world, but I never expected to get caught up in this story myself. This is the Paddlefish Caviar Heist, a new eight-part true crime series from Imperative Entertainment and Vespucci.